0: Well, I don't have a fancy cup. Mine just has whales on it.
1: Well, since we were talking about queer as folk, I thought I would come prepared with come and go. My cup.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll just be glad when those whale cups are left behind. <laughs> um,
0: they're not going to be left behind. They were a gift. You're going
1: to pay someone to say, if those cups fall off the truck, It wouldn't be the worst thing.
0: I take inventory of all my stuff. (laughs) I (laughs) will know. So, quick story. It rained really hard and a lot last night. Into Mm -hmm. the morning, actually. Greg knows he had to do Kiss and Go at work tonight. And it didn't Um,
2: rain, so I was blessed.
0: (laughs) Um, And I'm going to leave, and it had stopped raining at this point. So I'm leaving to go to work and I see this round orange spotted thing at my front door, like at the stop. And I'm like, oh, it looks like somebody's toy like blew into my yard or whatever. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Close the door, step down, and it moves. It was a turtle. It was an orange spotted turtle. (laughs) Yeah, it was cute. Well, after I screamed,
2: it was cute, (laughs) because it moved. I
1: could have heard the scream. So. I did hear the scream. I was wondering <laughs> what that
0: was, but... You so heard her all the way in Arkansas? Arkansas.
1: Yep, all the way in Arkansas.
0: <laughs> but, alright. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and as always, I'm joined by Her Royal Highness, Queen Erin.
1: That's me, Erin.
0: <laughs> and Gregory's joining us this evening, a.k.a. Lewis Abernathy, from Tomorrow's a New Day. <laughs> yeah,
1: gotta plug that.
0: I'm and I'm notes. still dead. I'm taking notes, Candace, if you're watching. Like plug,
1: plug, On your tombstone, one day we should just put, I'm still dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just um,
1: to confuse people.
0: So today we are finally talking about the brand new reboot? Is it a reboot?
1: I, I wouldn't call it a reboot. I just reimagine it or, you know,
0: Uh, The New Queer Spoke. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) We don't know what to call it. Um, Which premiered on Peacock today, the whole entire thing. But we only watched the first episode because we watched the pilot of the- It
2: was hard. I I really wanted to continue watching.
0: Oh,
1: I'm already on episode three. You don't have to
2: wait for me. I. You guys can binge. I'm going to savor it. You
0: guys can binge it. I've already Um, (laughs) got my favorites.
1: I'm already shipping couples.
0: Um, yeah. All I right, like roll the credits, and we'll start talking about it.
1: All I'm going to say is any show that starts off, they get right to the sex, I'm all in. I felt
0: like that was an homage to the original. Just like the hardcore, we're just going to do it. We're just like... <laughs> Um the opening was section, like... <laughs> I was like, I bet you Greg's paying attention. I I <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, it was very funny because I was like, Oh, I kind of remember that rhythm. I used to I used to hear that rhythm when I was younger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> However, that encounter took an interesting turn, which I was uh... like, boy, get out of there.
0: Yeah, he had a little bit of, of a of a. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fetish shame, but he had a fetish. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't even know what to call that. Um, I, that was interesting. He was just like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm so, I, I, I'm I, so I, I, privileged." He's like, "Get your repercussions," and like I was like, "I'm gonna go."
1: <laughs> I was right there with him too. I was like, "Pants on." Erection down.
0: Mm-hmm. I like, though, when he said Venmo, he's like, are you going to say the night? And he was like, no. And he's like, Venmo me for a hotel. And he was like, Mm-mm. And he was like, what did he say? Did he say, uh, you call yourself an ally? Or
2: an ally. Yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I thought, that was funny. I was like, least you could do is get him the hotel room after everything you just did. I mean, sad.
0: What a what a different world! Just like Venmo. Yeah. Well, Mo. yeah. <laughs> um. Last week we talked about the original and how like Brian was online and he was chatting with some guy and it took the screen like three like loads to get the full picture, the pixelated picture of, of the guy. <laughs> um. Now there's Grinder and dating apps and sex apps, so
1: man could you imagine if grinder was around when brian was going at it
0: (laughs) um i did like the little nod to the original with the boys dancing that was on the tv screen Mm -hmm. that was the opening for the original
1: Mm -hmm. i thought that was fun
0: Mm um so in my head canon I kind of connected the two shows because you know how Brian bought Babylon at the end of the original. Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, he franchised it. This is just one of the. <laughs> well, from, from
1: what i read, like that one had you know no inspiration to it or anything. Really, the UK version did, but.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I just learned too that Chi Chi from RuPaul's Drag Race season eight, she's a Louis- she was a Louisiana queen. She died, I think, a couple years ago. The drag queen part in this was written with her in mind. Oh really? And I was like, oh, I was so hard I love Chi Chi.
0: Um I don't wanna say who is supposed to be the um compare the characters to like who they would be in the original. Because everybody's there are some similarities and I feel like nods um, to the original, but these characters are a lot are different.
1: vastly different. Yes, I mean, yeah, we have the younger guy
0: with seventeen. The, there's always one 17 year seventeen-year-old.
1: <laughs> well, in the original original series, I don't know why I'm saying original original. He was fifteen.
0: Oh wow, that's on Peacock, by the way. Because when yeah, I was, was when Pe- I was trying to find the the new one today, yeah. the original popped up.
1: I bet that's probably how they got the rights to. Like, they're not like this isn't connected to. The other Queers Folk is all because I think Viacom, which owns Showtime, owns that series. So it's probably how they were able to make a new one. Oh. Find the rights from the UK version.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that.
1: Um, I know a random thing about what shows belong to what studios.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we see 17 year old, Mingus. Mingus. Um, I totally blacked out his real name because I just wanted to call him Chicky. (laughs) Um, Which I thought was just the nickname that uh, Julian, the guy in the wheelchair, gave him. Mm -hmm. But that ended up being his drag name, Chicky Filet. So we see him at school skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And like a. A girl's, a female school uniform with makeup, <laughs> very feminine, but physically a boy. So, um, his pronouns, you said you have his pronouns? They were he, him, they?
1: Yes, according to the email that Peacock sent out when we, they were introducing the fam, um, uh, that's what they said his pronouns were. He, him, and then they, them.
0: So he approaches his teacher about going to a club, um, about changing his grade, so that his mom will let him go to the club to audition or do his first drag show. And it's one of our favorites, um, Jesse James Keitel. And the character is Ruthie O'Neill or Mrs. O'Neill. And I know the actress, I think their pronouns are. Will you have the what? What is the email sign?
1: I believe it was she her. She her. Yeah, because that's uh, one thing I wanted to get correct. because I wanted to make sure I knew exactly,
0: You know. Okay, so I know her from Big Sky, and
2: but Greg knows her because. So Jesse was a former student of mine, and I am so incredibly thrilled and happy and elated and proud and satisfied of all of this, like just all of this. You know, seeing one of your kids um, do well uh, really makes you feel wonderful. And, you know, when uh, we were watching Big Sky and Jesse's name would come across the bottom, I'd be like, (laughs) I'd like freak out when I would see her name
1: I did the same and, thing when you know,
2: just to,
1: our names go across the podcast no, I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. yeah
2: <laughs> you know but like just just to see mm-hmm. her name um, you know even when I so when I uh, logged on to the app for peacock I watched it on my iPad and um, the typed in you know queer' as folk and you know you have that first still image with, with the title on it and there was a picture of Jesse. This is just such an incredibly proud moment. I'm, I'm thrilled beyond belief. And this is a good show.
0: I This first
2: episode already has a soul. This yes. first episode has a soul. It has a heartbeat. It has a story. And I want to know more about everybody. So I, cheers. Right. It really um, is incredible. I know how you,
1: oh,
2: Go, ahead. Go
1: ahead. I was going to say, I know how you feel about that. A classmate of mine is in the show Grand Crew on NBC. It's also on Peacock. And it's just crazy to think this person I went through 13 years of school with is, you know, I'm seeing him <laughs> just up there. I mean, I'm proud of him. You
2: know, I, you know, you know, Jesse. Jesse's siblings, Jesse's parents, like since seventh grade, and just to see the incredible um, accomplishment is is phenomenal. I'm so proud. How did you feel that Jesse was playing a teacher?
0: <laughs> Were you like, oh? You
2: I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like first the really all, funny thing is that there was, when like, they the first showed her
0: and she was walking, her hair was on point. I texted you. I was like, "Her her hair is amazing."
2: <laughs>
1: I'm just jealous of her because I wish I was that skinny. I wish
2: she was that skinny. is beautiful. I'm glad that, she, uh,
0: I'm so glad that when... you mentioned that she sang because, or she's going to sing in future episodes because she sang oh. on, on Big Sky and it was amazing. So,
1: well, yeah, I've watched forward. Yeah, um, she's they have they have twins.
0: So, Find out, but
1: she's messing with them and (laughs) it was was funny because it wasn't like this big funny it was just this little subtle just oh my god that's hilarious Mm kind of like how they underline the word cock on peacock i love it
0: i didn't even notice that i'm just
1: like yep that's very queer as folk (laughs) um
2: yeah, I've known uh, Jesse to sing. Uh, Jesse was always in our school musicals and always with the lead parts. And just to see, you know, everything just roll into place and line up with all of her hard work and her dedication. I just—it's just incredible. I—I I can't say how much more prouder <laughs> I am.
1: Well, let's just ask her. We'll bring her on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jesse, <laughs> where are
2: you?
0: I should ask you to join us. This is turning so into well. a Jesse James Kaito uh, love fest. So let's let's move on with the plot. <laughs> it is. It is.
1: <laughs> one thing that's really cool about this one is the rep- the rep- the diversity, the inclusion, and even go as far as with like including someone who has a disability, like the guy who's in uh, what is his name? Julian. Julian. No, no, I'm talking about the, the guy in the wheelchair. This is Julian. Julian's the brother.
0: What brother? Brody's brother. Oh.
2: Uh, Ryan O'Connell character. Uh, I was looking at the wrong one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't remember um, what his name was. Yeah, I can't
2: remember what uh, his name was. Marvin?
1: Marvin. He's the one that's like, yes, I, it's, I have a big dick, and yes, it works, as he... Yeah, wills away.
0: Oh, uh, when he was flirting with him. Uh, when, yeah. he was slur- when he was flirting with like, Brody. When Brody, with when Brody was checking out Noah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah.
2: Well, hopefully, in a few more episodes, there are uh, burly daddies like me being shown instead of these tight little otters. Hopefully, there'll be a little bit more representation that even. I mean, I even thought people. I thought
0: I. <laughs> Even the fact that there were hairy men was like different from the original. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. It was beautiful. Um, so Brody is back yeah, as the from... queers on the TV are doing like
1: so you want to see the geriatric gaze. <laughs> hey Jesse, can we cast no, Greg in fine. a part? Oh, I'm just playing. Yeah.
0: I'm just playing. So Brody's <laughs> back from med school having dropped out. Um and he calls one of his friends who his name is Daddius, but they call him Daddy.
1: I kept getting confused. I kept thinking there was a Z. So I'm trying to say like Zaddius. I'm like, that's very interesting. And then, because I was like, they can't be saying Daddius. That's just like, but I was wrong. I was not hearing correctly.
0: And while he's yeah. on the
2: phone with Daddius. Tommy, you need to put my name in your phone. And what? And he's what? You need to change my name in your phone. No, I don't. I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so he he's on the phone talking to Daddyus so while Daddyus is his fucking his ex boyfriend Noah. Which that's very on point for gays. I that mean, it had been funny. three years. Like, what's the statute of limitations? <laughs> you left town for three years. Three hours. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if I could ever get with someone
1: who my best friend was like really in love with.
0: I couldn't do it, but I feel like that's Long Island, so <laughs> everybody's fucked everybody.
1: Well, that's Arkansas, too, so don't worry. <laughs>
0: um, so he invites him over to make it awkward. I It felt like because when Darius is leaving, he kind of hides when he sees Brody.
1: No, no, I don't think he, um, Brody was on his way to Noah's apartment, our house. And yeah, that, because, he didn't know Darius was there.
0: That's why he I was
1: sneaking out. He was thinking thought, so they wouldn't know. He wouldn't know.
0: But daddy has told him to go see him. He said tie a blue set and clean up one mess before you make a new one, he said. So he told him to go there. (laughs) Maybe that's why he snuck out real quick.
2: Possibly. What's going on with Greg?
1: I don't know. No,
2: I'm here. Things are happening. What'd you do? You were fine. I need a new Daddyus myself. I need a new laptop. You were fine. What did you touch? (laughs) I, I moved something. I'm touching things. I know.
0: <laughs> um, so, we find out <laughs> there was a funny line where um, Brody finds out, I guess, that Noah's been bottoming. So apparently he wasn't a bottom in their relationship. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <That> is-
0: <laughs> He's like, You wouldn't even bend over to tie your shoes. <laughs> So I'm guessing Brody's supposed to be like the Brian Kinney of this version. Sort of.
1: I don't know. I feel... mm, Maybe personality-wise is they're not afraid to I guess take chances.
0: Yeah. And you know, uh, the (laughs) 17-year-old.
1: That was something I tried to keep from doing. Like being like, oh, this character reminds me of this character. Uh, uh, Because I really didn't want to compare it to...
0: Well, the similarities were the 17-year-old and him having a kid. Yeah.
1: And Brody does have a Jeep. So, like, I feel like... It, but I so think... We-
0: <laughs>
1: but I think Stuart in the original one had a Jeep as well.
0: Okay. So, maybe that's just, like, a statement. So, example. I think
1: it's just those are the kind of things. So they're just trying to give you, like, maybe those little nuggets of mm-hmm. the past. I mean, because, you know, start with the birth again. Mingus kind of helped name the babies.
0: Um, we see a flashback of Brody remembering that he decorated, I guess, the garage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and Noah, it looked like Noah proposed to him.
1: He did. And Brody, right away you can tell commitment it is a flashback.
0: flashback. Um, Noah says he could stay oh. with him, but no kissing, no touching, no sex. We saw Um, how long
1: that lasted. Oh, wait! Sorry, yeah, (laughs) I made it
2: past. Oops! Spoiler. All right, while you're doing while you're laughing, I'm gonna leave and come back in so my video starts.
0: Bye. (laughs) Bye, bye, Um. Um, He still doesn't know that uh, Daddyus and him are together. It's like this weird. Noah doesn't want it to be a secret, and Daddy is, just, I guess, we done? Yeah. the Right time? I don't know. Um, so then Ruthie goes home to, I'm assuming, her wife. Right? I mean, we don't really know. I don't if
1: know they I never said if they were married.
0: Who is very pregnant with twins.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I remember when she first came, I was like, ooh, girl. You got you got to be uncomfortable like it looked like she was ready to pop. Yeah. I couldn't imagine least, being that yeah. pregnant.
0: And um Brody's the father.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I get I guess this happened before. He went to Noah's. Brody broke into his parents' house cuz it was yeah. after he hooked up with that mm-hmm. first guy. Um and the mom's Kim Kachal.
1: Who I just love her.
0: Okay, so at first I was like, she has a Southern accent. Like, I wasn't remembering where it was set for a minute. And I'm like, huh, she had a Southern accent in Filthy Rich. I'm like, just Kim Cattrall have a Southern accent? And I'm like, oh, this is New Orleans. That's why she's doing that. Which
1: both shows, I believe, were set in Louisiana. Oh
0: yeah. Correct,
2: right, it hey. is. Yep, yeah, and uh, Ed Begley Jr. played the dad, and I- Okay, I knew he looked familiar. I'm like, I don't, know, I don't know his name though. So I was like, but he yeah. looks familiar. And then Ryan O'Connell has his own show, um, which is called Special. "Absolutely Wonderful" as well.
1: Special. Oh, uh, a show. Yep. Special. Oh, so he's yeah.
2: somebody I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, he's an actor who an actor who has CP who uh, plays uh, somebody who does have CP. Uh, dealing with the whole gay world mm-hmm. and a find well. it is.
0: I've seen that. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is great. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it uh, was
2: Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis is like the cool woman mom. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> I know she. <laughs> I was like, I was, thing. I was like, this can't be his mom. She's because she's like, did you get it? And he's like, yeah. And she fucking like, is a fake ID.
2: And you know, like the, the best part, which is the acting part, the writing part, the, the the cinematography of everything that was going on. That here you have her um being the cool mom. Did you get it? You'll do really well fixing. You know, the eyeliner giving um giving her a piece of jewelry with an upside down cross, and then you know the tragedy happens, and she's at mm. the hospital and. You could just see and feel the pain. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was just incredible. That's why I, I will say it again: the show has a soul already.
1: Oh yeah, well, like when Brody's calling Darius to try to get ex- hold of him. Oh my goodness!
2: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. There was a that that moment with the makeup and her saying, "Did you get it?" I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Times have definitely changed." That. All these characters are out. Nobody's in the closet. This kid's 17 and his mom's just loud and kind accepting.
1: I will say, though, it's not like... Yes, they're in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit more... You're able to be yourself a little bit more. Okay. But that
0: wouldn't be all of Louisiana. Okay. Um, So... What else happened so they go to babylon which you know i was like oh brian franchised it um <laughs> you just
1: really want it to be connected now i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> well because i i think it would be cool if like some of the cast members from the original made like a cameo or something yeah i don't think they will yeah i mean yeah
1: just because of yeah networks
0: okay. oh okay um,
1: <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying because they wouldn't. I'm just saying network-wise. That'd be the reason.
0: So, yeah, so they go to Babylon. Um, Brody convinces Ruthie to come out. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's like one last time before the babies are born. And I don't know if Char doesn't really... Like that lifestyle or kind of has a thing with Brody.
1: I think she's like, I have been not pregnant for nine months.
0: Yeah. So Ruthie kind of lies. Time to grow (laughs) up. Ruthie kind of lies and says she has to run back to school and get some papers Mm -hmm. to grade or whatever. And then she says she lied about that and says she'd come back with like a snack or whatever later for
2: her. A beignet.
0: Yeah. And she (laughs) goes out to the club. Um the mom drops the son uh mingus off. I'm never gonna get used to saying mingus, I want to call it chicky.
1: <laughs> I almost want to say mingus
0: from Boy Meets World, yes, because <laughs> it's so
1: close to Mingus you know. Um and
2: Mingus Mingus in Italian I think means dick. Oh
0: hmm. all right (laughs) so once well Mingus is online to get into the club and that's when we see what was the character's name that was in the wheelchair Marvin tell him to help him in the back and he's like there's no way you were 21 he's like you can get back online he's like or you can help me and get in and this is where he uh, Mingus meets Brody in the back because Brody helps him get in. And I like the whole, <laughs> you're, you're a young white boy. You'll do fine. Uh, soak it up while you can or while you still can or whatever. <laughs> um, Mingus tries to chicken out of signing up for the drag competition. Which kind of shows his vulnerable side. I feel like it shows he's afraid
1: of not succeeding.
2: Um, uh, absolutely. At, he's 17. Of course he's afraid.
1: But, well, I mean, when we see him all these other times, he's so confident. He got his teacher to change his grade. Mm-hmm. You know, he got a fake ID.
2: Well, that's because he's in, Those are those are places that he's, the master of his world at those those moments. He he's is the big the big fish in a
0: little pond and now he's yeah, making,
2: fish in and the he's faking it until he makes it and then he gets into the ocean and he's just a little fish. Um
0: he tells Brody and Brody goes off on the drag queens that are at the sign up table. <laughs> he's like
1: I was waiting for the drag queens to be like <laughs> honey.
0: And when they realized what's going to happen, they said they said they owe him a, that they he has to buy them a drink or whatever. <laughs> oh, I loved when the bachelor the um the bachelorette party bumps into the guy in the wheelchair, and he used that to get like five shots. And he has to turn. What are you gonna have?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but he says something about his leg. D- oh, did, did he? Yeah, I thought he said something like, "Oh, you hit my leg or something." And
0: I don't. I, I don't. I don't... Yeah, um, I thing. Thing. It, it was, was so funny. funny. At first, I didn't realize like what was happening. I just thought it was like a random person. Then, then I saw her veil, and I was like, oh, straight girls at the gay club.
2: <laughs> They're usually there.
0: Again, I mean- more of a more modern thing. That wasn't always a thing.
1: Well, it's probably because they feel safer, too.
0: Now it's like bachelorette parties, birthday parties. like. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I
2: also still feel like those kind of things are you know, all these straight girls, we want to have fun. We want to have fun. We want to have fun. And, you know, they say, let's go to a gay club as a dare to, to, to witness the, 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 whatever you want to call it, the, the circus kind of deal. And, you know, sometimes I do feel like those straight characters do impede an approach into our space and watch us as the entertainment
1: Oh, trust me, I understand. I took my cousin to a gay bar when we were both single before I met John. Who ends up going home with someone? A straight girl. I'm like, can, can I just get all the straights on one side of the room just for a little bit? I need to be able to see who here would Who's be who? into me.
0: Who's oh, my, who? My brother loves going to Fire Island and going to the gay bars because he always finds a straight
1: girl to hook up with. I, yeah, I, I know, but that night was about me, not her. <laughs> And then the Save. second time we went, it was her turn to drink, so I was sober. And let me tell you, being in a club and sober is not as fun. It's not. You sit there it's like normal. this. Like you're the sad little kid who got left <laughs> out of whatever game. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. I of games.
0: Oh, um, Brody and Mingus end up making out in the bathroom. It's not where- all they- um Brody lifts up her skirt to I guess rim her. And he's the part where I was like,
2: like, oh I was like, oh, there's a piece of toilet paper. That's how stupid I am. I was like, what? What's there?
0: Was he looking at? And then they said I was I'm thinking, uh, again, another term you never heard in the original. Uh, I'm
1: uh, yeah, but you heard the tape go and you know yeah. that had the heart. Like I would just say, I've never, I've never talked before. Well, but if he
0: ball down there. He is now. <laughs> just
1: that moment of hearing, like I know what it's like to take a bandaid off, in it like that hurts to, for me. Uh, but he just like whoosh, didn't even say, "Hold," you know, just. Whoosh. I
0: was like, "Oh, uh,
1: like I shook a little." I sh- <laughs> it's like, oh.
0: Because of that, they almost missed their opportunity to perform.
1: It's isn't it interesting though how rimming is becoming like a mainstream for certain shows. HBO had a whole thing, The White Lotus, or Locust.
0: I haven't watched that show yet. I I want yet. to. There was,
1: there was a guy. There was a character that rimmed someone.
0: Listen, we're all just eating ass now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> when when the other queer folk did it, you just see like his tongue kind of just go yeah. like these two are just literally face in ass.
0: Well, that was the whole scene. He's like, now you know where rimming is in the original, and that's how I learned where rimming was.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, but I didn't
0: like <laughs> you know,
1: the other part. You just see where he like li- like kind of licks down. Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird conversation to be having. But like, <laughs> these-
2: I wish Century. I had technical come on. problems now. He <laughs> <like, come> <laughs> <It's like, boom.
0: laughs> just spread the cheeks.
2: <laughs> well, I'll be
0: coming over Tommy. <laughs> so time, I was like, what are they going to do? Are they going to sing? Are they going to lip sync? Like what's going to happen? I didn't really, like I caught the little reference to the craft. Um, I'm just when the glad mom said that, we're the weirdos in this town, but I didn't think he was actually gonna do a craft.
1: Show. I'm just gonna say I'm so excited that someone in the younger generation would they would reference the craft
0: well, because well, own, of course, of course, the 90s is vintage generation. now,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's vintage, they were doing vintage,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, because the actor that play, I looked up, I was curious how. You, how, what his age actually was, because he's the youngest of the entire cast. He's only twenty three, and that made me feel really old. Because I'm like, oh, he was born in ninety eight.
0: It's eleven. Yeah. Okay, but I was
2: thirteen. <laughs> it's so like was I was odd. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: but I did like that. You know, it wasn't they weren't saying things about him being like just the young kid or the young kid saying, oh, you're old because you're this, you know. Mm -hmm. I get tired of saying that when it comes to the gay world.
0: Um, Don't call 30s old. Again, because he hooked up with somebody and he is 17. He kind of had that, like, oh, maybe we're a boyfriend. He didn't say that, but he kind of had that, like, crush, we'll say.
1: Crush. Obsession.
2: (laughs) And just the way, and he, the, the crush literally was crushed. When he was in the hospital, and you know he's he's in the hospital room, and he's standing next to him, and he knows the responsibility that had, you know, what had just happened, and that basically his life was saved, and he didn't remember any of it. Well, see, I and think that he may, be, who are you?
1: That may be part of the thing too. Not so much that it's his first time or anything like that, but Brody saved him. Yeah. So that's like his. It's kind of like that Lois Lane or Mary MJ from Spider-Man. Like, they're saved by the hero. I love them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've been watching the Spider-Man... I've been watching a lot on Peacock here lately.
2: So <laughs> I live in the Spider-Man movies. But yes. he was absolutely crushed when uh, when he found his ex-boyfriend and, you know, embraced in the hallway. I, one of the things I do want to comment on, the the... The modernness of this, while the two of them were joined, and and, and I totally understand this is a tragedy. Something absolutely major happened, um, and they saw each other and they embraced and they started kissing. And you know, obviously, it was a "Thank God you're alive" kind of moment. Mm-hmm. I was looking around the the screen to see if there were any people that were gasping over you know, seeing two men in public kiss. Like, so my, I guess this is my generational thing, me being older, um, doing something like that in public, no matter, like so many of us had to hide who we were, even in the most tragic moments. I remember there was a Senator, I can't remember where he was from or who he was. And, um, you know, before he was out and gay or he was out and gay, but he had a speech impediment. So one of the things that he said talking about coming out and being in the political party and all of that is that God forbid his partner was in a car accident and was in the hospital, he knew that just because he was his long-term boyfriend, he didn't have access to his partner. So one of the things that he joked about was instead of him saying... You know, he said, because I have my speech impediment, I would say lover, but my speech impediment was brother. And he was
1: like...
2: (laughs) (laughs) But but you have to understand, this is Mm -hmm. what we had to do. We had to think about the tragedy, think about how we were going to access the person that we we love and how we're going to get into it when there are all of these rules that are not recognized for... The LGBTQ plus community. So, like, see, yeah, like to see that kiss happen, I was looking in the screen on where the doctors or the nurses or the bystanders like looking or reacting, and nobody did.
0: And oh, it's, 20, it's 2022, right? I know. <laughs> well, yeah. Isn't, that, like, isn't that, that 1992?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching Brothers and Sisters, and when Kevin and Scotty kissed. There was someone around me that was like, "Ew, yeah." And that was like early 2000s. So like our generation yeah. has had both in like we've seen it accepted and
0: yeah. In some ways, we've something. made major strides more in more areas, less the so in other areas. Um, but going back to the shooting, so after Chicky, that was his drag name, Chicky Filet, Performed. Amazing. I wonder how
1: Chick fil A feels about that. <laughs> I'm
0: like yeah. I love the little roller skate boots that he had. That yeah, amazing. that was perfect. All
1: um, I know is she would have won that contest, and if she didn't, it was rigged.
0: Because hmm. that was that
1: was a performance.
0: Yeah. Um someone enters the club and opens fire on the whole club. Hmm. Um we don't know who got shot at first, who was killed. Um I kind of had a pit in my stomach because I was like, okay, they've shown us all these characters. I was like, I think one of them's going to die. Just to, like, put some weight on this.
1: Yeah, I...
0: And at first I thought it was Chicky because they weren't showing them. And when Juliet Lewis showed up and she couldn't find him, and I'm like, okay, Juliet Lewis is known for her dramatic crying hysterics. I said, I thought in the pit of my stomach that Chicky got killed.
1: Oh, see, I didn't.
0: I felt like it happened, especially... But then when she was trying to identify people in the body bags, I was like, okay, maybe not. Oh. And then they showed that they were alive.
1: I like, know. And you how know. awful of a moment is that, like, you're happy that's not your kid.
0: But it's, it's but still... It's you got to you
1: know, feel bad because it's someone else's love. I was life. waiting for, like,
0: that heartfelt thank God you're okay reunion, like, them coming out of the elevator. And they didn't, like... She was like crying in the waiting room, and they walked right out of the hospital. I was like, "Just
2: let her see your son." <laughs> this yeah, woman, it was a nice like- piece of cinematography for sure. You know, when Chicky was standing on the stage, and um, I knew, I knew what was, I knew what was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to happen in the first episode. I didn't know it was going to happen right then and there. I didn't, you know, I didn't. Know, I thought maybe just it was going to end with the gunshot, and it wasn't going yeah. to continue after that kind of deal. That's what I was yeah, like all of that. But you know, uh, when when Chucky like looked out and had this like like look of fear, I still wasn't thinking that was what was happening. I was thinking, oh, maybe something happened. Maybe um, uh, they saw something, you know, a uh, family member in the crowd, kind of deal. And just the um, just the way that they did it was just enough to sh- send shivers down my spine, but not too much. Especially right now with everything that's going on. Not I wonder if it was re. I wonder if they re-edited it. I wonder if it was more graphic than it actually was.
1: I don't know. I I, I bet they didn't because we've had this problem. For a very long time. So, yeah. They were, to
2: they were probably sensitive and aware going of it.
1: Into it. But they put that little disclaimer at the beginning of it.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Sort of. Um, see, I was, because I knew, well, probably because you, Aaron, you told me it was going to happen. So I was just waiting for it. So when I saw that look on his face, I was like, oh, it's happening now.
2: Yeah, Uh-oh. I still wasn't thinking it was happening. And, and I love the little pieces of the, um, not flashback. What are they? The when he fantasy. got the crown put on his head. I was oh, just kind of like.
1: like uh, just
0: the, fa-
2: the fantasy of what it. Yeah, what the, the it fantasy
1: meant. of how it should have been. Or what should have
2: been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was another piece of beautiful cinematography. Again, this yeah, show. But... For those of you that are interested in watching it. And don't know if you should commit to it. The first episode already has a heartbeat and a soul. So you need to watch
1: Something it. Something I want to think is interesting is have we had any shows where like we follow someone deal with the trauma of being involved, like someone younger who's still developing have been through a mass shooting Mm -hmm. because I don't know that we have. So this might be the first time we're getting to see someone deal with like you're, you're supposed to have, this is like this moment you've waited to come out and express this side of you that you've wanted to express to the public forever. And then this happens and that's got to mentally got to, on someone. It's got to change
2: it. This one, he was in the hospital and uh, looked at, you know, like just a little piece of when he first came into the hospital room, followed him in, and he just like tugged, uh, she or they, excuse me, they tugged on um, the little skirt to pull it down and then proceeded to wash face. That moment of, you're right, you're proud. You are in this moment, and you know you were. You tried to sign up to do it, and you chickened out. And somebody forced you to do it, and now you're doing it. And you almost missed it because you were getting your, you know, your ass eaten. But you, then you almost miss it, and then you get on stage and you pull yourself together and you kind of go to then associate it with this tragedy. You it weighed heavy because then they started washing. <laughs>
0: Aaron, to answer your question, the closest thing I could think of is One Tree Hill with the school shooting.
1: Because oh, that, okay. that
0: had After Effects for years. Yeah.
1: Uh, but that was still CW yeah, kind really? of, what am I trying to say? Where it was just like, oh, we're doing a very special episode.
0: We'll move on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, lingering. there
1: was still some lingering. Yeah. But it still wasn't like, I feel like this yeah. gets more of a dramatic. I mean, it's on peacocks, so they can do things yeah. that they can't do on. Don't
0: television. give anything away. We haven't seen any more than you have. <laughs> I, I, I haven't <laughs> seen anything
1: else, and that's why i am t- been quiet here and there.
0: The um, I lost my train of thought. You but also, walked.
1: it's going to be interesting to see. Like, you can tell Babylon, just like in the other series, this was like a safe place for them. <laughs> So it's going to mm-hmm. be interesting as they explore what happens when your safe place
2: mm-hmm. is
1: no longer, you know.
0: Yeah. Safe. Um, I thought it was a a touching moment when the drag queen that was hosting the show was naming yeah. the people that were either passed out or injured, or mm-hmm. and she said, you know, they're not out their family. Don't don't say anything like. Still, they were like she, they were like pushing her away. I was like, "Don't push her away. She can name these people, so they're they're not Jane Doe's or John Doe's." Mm-hmm.
2: Right, but at the same time, the nurse did say, "You're no good to them if you bleed out."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So oh, she was had, she shot? Yeah, she had nice, to be yeah. taken care of as well. You know, it, it's just you know this is I just I couldn't even imagine like you know with the pulse shooting, you know after the pulse shooting, I remember going to the city and. Um, going to a bar and it was a bar that I I wanted to go in. Um, There are a few bars in the city that I wanted to frequent, but they were either jam packed or whatever. And I just remember going into this one particular bar that was in a basement. Um, It was really cool. It was like the place that it placed to kind of do. And I remember looking around, and this is right after the Pulse shooting, um, looking around for an exit, a second exit. And there wasn't, and there was just one way out. And if something happened, it was an, uh, it was going to be an issue. And um, I left because I just felt a little uncomfortable. You know, these moments really do make you think a little differently.
1: Oh, after the war shooting, anytime I'm in a movie theater, I look like, Correct. Right, there's the exit. If I need to, you know, I'm just, and that's sad. Instead of so. our politicians doing something to make us safer, they're expecting us to figure it out ourselves, pretty much.
0: Um. So, yeah, I thought it was a great first episode. Oh. Yeah. like This was the... I
1: needed a show like this. This is what I was hoping Gossip Girl 2.0 was going to be more like. Not the sex part, but just the diversity and the inclusion. And I just thought nervous. it was going to be like, Oh <laughs> well, yeah, but the story like it just feels like Gossip Girl was just season seven. Like it didn't feel different to me. This feels this this is giving me what I needed from Gossip Girl.
0: Okay, maybe Gossip Girl. If will that makes Girl.
1: sense, because <laughs> I haven't watched past episode five. Oh. I got bored.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, you have anything else to say about the first episode?
1: I don't know. Who is your favorite character?
0: That's not fair. You know I love Justy. Or oh, Ruthie. <laughs> I'm just saying, you gotta pick. Uh, favorite? Because this is a, I want to know more about Mingus, and I want to know more about Brody.
1: Uh-huh. And that's
0: probably me like starting to ship them in my head. But then I'm like, but then what happens with Noah? And I'm, then I'm, there's like this love triangle. And then I'm like, well, maybe they could be a throuple once he turns 18.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I thought the same thing. I was like, I wonder if this is going to lead to like a throuple.
0: You just wanted you want your shows to have a, like a legitimate throuple.
1: <laughs> I was hoping Days would go that way. I was like, ooh, come on, come on, Days. And they didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I like Ruthie. I really like her a lot.
0: Um and I like uh, Noah. Okay. Yeah, I like Noah. And he's cute. He is cute. Okay. I like yeah, Just.
1: <laughs> I mean the entire cast is very attractive.
2: What about not you that, Not that it looks better, yeah. At Jesse James Keitel...
0: I'm a fan. <laughs> that's the only character you
2: care about. <laughs> At Jesse James Keitel.
1: Is there anything you hope you hope to see will happen?
2: Um, I kind of uh, am enjoying the dynamic that's happening between um, Jesse's character and Jesse's wife. And mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see how this, you know, you had this brief moment of Jesse's character being the professor, the teacher, and then the mom, or mom-to-be, mm-hmm. and then the party girl. And it all, like, you. Could, I, I think there's going to be a, a tug-of-war. Oh, war. I, clacked,
0: I clacked that Bumble Coke she did at the bar. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you're yeah. a mom. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think... I think I think that there's a tug of war that is going to happen and Mm -hmm. um, the shooting is going to pull the rope one way or the other. And I'm interested to see how that's going to develop. I feel like the the natural progression
0: is going to be a rebuilding of the club and then people Mm -hmm. being afraid to go back. And I don't know, I just feel like it's going to be like their journey of trying to get past this trauma and going back and reclaiming it and creating a new safe space for everybody. Mm-hmm.
1: I want to see the two mom, like Mingus' mom and then Brody's mom, I want to see them interact. Because I feel like that, <laughs> yes, because they're on the spectrum of being <laughs> a parent, they're vastly different. Yeah, Even I mean,
0: honestly, more, like, honestly, it seems like Julia Lewis's mom is more attentive.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> At the other, you know. Kim Couture was like getting blood on my
1: carpet. <laughs> I liked when she was <laughs> holding the gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, I can't wait to watch the rest of the series. I'm gonna try and watch it slowly because I don't want to wait a year for the next nice oh, one.
1: Well, we didn't write the episode. Ten. Ten. I was about to say ten. If you didn't give it a ten. I was gonna come through that screen.
0: Um, I dare I say it was better.
1: Oh, in better. terms of, I felt more connected to these characters than I
0: did in the original series. See, I feel I don't know if it's just because it's more modern and, then the I, you know, ones- I feel like.
2: They- the original series, I feel like they were a little bit more superficial and you kind of didn't get their soul as much. And and with yes. this one, one episode, you got the back and forth. You got the, hey, I'm gay, I'm fabulous, I'm supposed to be this. But then uh, that's with one cheek. And then with the other cheek, it's like, you know, you know, yeah, I dropped out of school. I've dropped out of medical school and I'm breaking back into my parents' house. But it's like, hi, mom. Hi, dad. I yeah, know. I feel like
0: the original like it had like it was groundbreaking for its time and for what it was, and it definitely made strides as far as you know, representation. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't really hold up with today's world.
1: No, no, None
0: at all. And it shouldn't. It was 20 years ago, 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess it's not really fair to compare because it was important for its time. Right. So I won't even do that It was really good, it was a time
1: <laughs> uh, I don't have any problem comparing the two Just because of time um, <laughs> This one was better Okay. I, I don't feel like the, first, the other one Represented all the gays of that time It didn't And that's where oh. I feel like this one Does represent the gays of our time
0: it felt more realistic mm-hmm. like if we were just to go to a club now yes we see that mixture of people
1: whereas if you went to a club on the original queers and queers folk i want to say queers is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like well, they're all perfection yeah the only one that was not perfection would have been ted mm-hmm. that was his character this one you saw all different types of
2: characters yeah yeah, when we were in Philly, and we went to the the club upstairs, um, there there were uh, all different pe- types of people that were there, and it was great to see.
0: And I, said to, I, I noticed a pattern, and I said it to Greg. I was like, there's a lot of 50-plus-year-olds with, like, 20-something-year-olds. <laughs> like, I kept seeing, like, these pairs, and I was like, hmm. And I saw more than one, and I kind of, well... I won't do that. I was going to say, I kind that's of thought because- that was those pairs. <laughs> <laughs> look at that face.
2: First of all, thanks a lot because I was thinking that while it was happening. So that's why I made sure I stayed away from you because I didn't want to do, I do not want, I didn't want one of those people to think that that's what was going on. But listen, honey, <laughs> I look a little bit younger than I actually am. So, mm-hmm. uh, Love you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's only because there's a new iPhone coming out soon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
0: When you realize you got to give your sugar daddy some sugar. <laughs>
2: Saturday night. A little sugar. <laughs> and it was an early Saturday night. So they probably went to Sugar Daddy and then they were bringing them home and then going out to the real club.
0: Probably that's probably, probably what the line was outside when we left.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they took them home and came back.
1: <laughs> All right, let's put you to bed. Be back later. Yeah. Thank you very
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you go out, you be careful, you make sure you travel in pairs, and you don't leave your drink on the counter unattended.
0: Okay, Zaddy slips melatonin in his mouth. <laughs> That's all
1: you'd have to do to me nowadays. Oh, here, just give same. melatonin.
0: Yeah, same. same. Out. But-
1: Love my melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you be a sponsor, melatonin.
2: <laughs> Puts you to sleep faster than this podcast. <laughs>
0: you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Right, on that note, thank you for joining us for another pride edition of Queers and Soaps.
2: Thank you very much for inviting um, me.
0: Please join.
2: James Keitel.
0: That's not your
2: at, though. <laughs> at Jesse James Keitel. You're not following him, you have to follow him. Um, I'm going to make him a superstar.
0: <laughs> um Follow us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps, and we will see you next time. Have a great night, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.